All right, here we are, Sylvester Brewing Empowerment Village, SBEV, the building of dreams, uh, where we're here talking about the Sylvester Brewing Empowerment Village after school programs, summer camp programs, sports programs. We also have uh, Gus Macker coming up, uh, Linnell Jones McKinney here, program director, and uh, Miriam Razou, executive director, right here at 4119 North Saginaw Street. You can go to our website, www.sbev.org, and click on every link that you're interested in and sign your children up. Well, we're here today. We're going to be talking about SBEVY, Motivated to Dream Big, but we have some great pioneers right here in our presence. They're going to be here introducing themselves, talking about mentoring, talking about their mentors, talking about how they're mentoring now, how they traveled all over the world and became successful as, as professional basketball players, college basketball players, but they also have come back to Flint because they know the importance of how someone has impacted their lives and they're coming back here to Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village and impact the lives of our children right here in the city of Flint. So we're going to introduce to some and present to others some of the greatest basketball players that's going to come out of Flint. Can I say that? Oh, can yes, I say yes, that? Yes, <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> There's so many greats, though. There's yeah. so many greats. It's just an honor, oh, it's just an honor to be uh, mentioned as one, you know, if if so. You know. Yeah. So they're going to introduce uh, themselves. Yeah, my name is uh, Luke Lloyd. Uh, I'm obviously from Flint. I went to Flint Southwestern, uh, graduated in 95, went to Moorhead State, um, played on a Division One scholarship there. Uh, when my college career was over, I went uh, overseas and played uh, nine years in six different countries. And then uh, some after retiring from basketball, um, invented uh, the dribble stick and started training some kids and started training, uh, you know, the fundamentals of the game to kids of all ages around the area. Um, and uh, so now that's what I do. I'm a professional player development coach and uh, inventor and author. And yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, you went to Southwestern High School. Southwestern, yeah, the Southwestern. best high school out of. Uh, <laughs> was that Southwestern High School? Was it Southwestern Academy, or was it? We seriously have a rivalry here. I mean, this is this is this is be hard for us to sit this close, you know, back when right. We were post players too, so wow. <laughs> we were throwing some elbows. You know, yeah, so. yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so my name is Antonio Smith, um, class of 95, big red, of course, uh, from Flint Northern. Mm -hmm. um, collegially played at Michigan State um, mm -hmm. in 1999, uh, led to the Final Four, mm -hmm. following year national champ, and um, went, went, eventually played um, professional ball, minor leagues mostly, um, mm -hmm. started off in the CBA, mm -hmm. um, went to a couple of NBA camps with New York Knicks and Detroit mm -hmm. Pistons with the last cut, but mm -hmm. eventually went overseas as well, mm -hmm. played in Italy for like my last three or four years. Mm -hmm. So got to see the world and drink some red wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Italy's definitely known for that. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we're talking about mentoring. We're talking about sports, the importance of sports here in the city of Flint and how we produce more professional athletes than any city in the history of America and that how a lot of our young people don't, don't have that opportunity any, any longer. Mm -hmm. um, but we're also talking about, we're going to be talking about uh, the Gus Macker that we're bringing back. Gus Macker has not been here in 20 years. That's one of the biggest basketball programs or basketball tournaments 
in the country. And so we here at Sylvester Broom and Palmer Village, we're bringing the Gus Macker back. And if, I mean, you know, I mean, every time I ask somebody anything about the Gus Macker, they said, I have my trophies. And you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that's the important thing. It's just the trophy. I'm what to do with my yes, big yes. old box of them. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm trying to add another one to the case. Add another one. You <laughs> so, so, if there's anybody out there that wants to go ahead and sign up, www.sbev.org. Click yeah. on the Gus Macker link and sign your team up anywhere from, uh, from five years old or four years old to 70 and up. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's in that historic location where the Mecca used to be played, isn't it? In yes, that flat parking yes, lot there. Yes, in the but, flat uh, lot. Thanks yeah, for mentioning Street, that. Yeah. yeah, in the flat was, lot. I mean, yes. just a legendary place. Yes, yeah. yes. We we're gonna close every everything is going on the uh, September the 18th and 19th, and then on September the 17th, the Detroit Pistons legends are gonna come down and do a free clinic, a free clinic for our kids and. And, and, and give them the opportunity to to learn some skills from the legends from Detroit Pistons. Uh, I like to say, um, you know, we we, we want to give you know our gentlemen here an opportunity to talk about their mentors, how they were impacted, how they were influenced, and just to talk about some of those people that have been in our lives to help us become who we are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had um, a great. Um, core, core mm-hmm. guys back then. Um, I was just sitting here thinking. I know we had mentioned it before, but Tony Holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we had mentioned Raymond Jones earlier, mm-hmm. but Tony Holiday. He was, mm-hmm. Everybody called him the Ice Man. Mm-hmm. He was coaching head of his suit. You know, mm-hmm. coaching head, his, mm-hmm. his glasses on. He really didn't move much. He was mm-hmm. over there, nod his head and point <laughs> his fingers. So, mm-hmm. but he had us fundamentally sound, wow. you know, and prepared for. Whatever, um, wow. whatever level really, because once we left high school mm-hmm. and went to the collegiate level, Coach Izzo, I remember him mentioning like we were the most prepared players coming into college. He really didn't have to teach as much. Wow! You know? So he put he put us in a good position, you know, to, yeah. to step in and be ready for not only the high school level but our our future as well on the collegiate right. level and the professional level. Wow, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Um, and you you talk about Tony Holiday. Uh, I remember you you mentioned Raymond Jones. And you said that Raymond Jones. Now Tony Holiday, you know he's he's been in, in the building as well. He's going to be eventually coming and helping us do some curriculum building, you know, for some of the programs here. And uh, he has been a champion at all levels, Tony Holiday. And now he's back in the city of Flint now, you know, in preparing to, to 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 bring back that that competitive edge, right. and not just in sports but also in academics. Right, and it's, so. um, it trickles down because. It's not only in my my career to help, but you can see it out in Beecher. Mike Williams, he's a yeah. protege of Tony Holiday. Wow. And he used everything that he learned from Tony Holiday. Wow. And Beecher's won, what, four, yeah. four state championships? Or, yeah, yeah maybe, somewhere around maybe like five. I think, yeah. I think this five one was six, their sixth like one this wow. year. Like yeah. Six championships. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, yeah. On whatever level it yeah. is, that's that's a major kudos. You know? yeah. Yeah. He just implemented everything that he learned from Tony I Holiday. didn't know that. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't know that until just now, too. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Knew, yeah, that's a, a heck of a program. And, mm. you know, like, you know, that that's why mentoring is so important because you don't really know who you're going to impact. You know, you that's don't know right. who you're going to influence. Yeah. Um, and so it's important to, uh, you know, like we said earlier, kind of keep keep things in pers- in perspective, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and make sure that we are, you know, doing the right things and teaching them, you know, the core values of being successful, you know, yeah. your character, yeah. you know, integrity, things, things that, you know, we were taught and that were embedded and ingrained in, in us, you know, through sports and through our different relationships. And now it's, you know, giving back and trying to 
bring back this community that you know people have this negative uh, vibe about but you know this is where we live this is the, we're bringing it back you know mm -hmm. it was maybe bigger because GM was here in the past and mm -hmm. you know now we're just pivoting into something else but we have this this great city this, this mm -hmm. great resources and great people here that are mm -hmm. you know hungry mm -hmm. to, to see this place get back to where it was yeah, yeah. that's a good point that you mentioned integrity um, and you mentioned that, you know, how people poured into our lives, you know, our mentors. We didn't call them mentors back then. They were just community. Yeah, they were Mr. Right? Mr. or Mrs., Mr. you know, Mr. Like, Mr. whatever yeah. their last name was. And there was so many of them, you know, you Absolutely. didn't even call them by their first Absolutely. name. It wasn't even a thing. Yeah, and you talked about integrity, uh, being able to learn, uh, you know, some of the development characteristics that we develop through sports. You know, we're in the process mm -hmm. here of building a, a sports complex for the purpose of giving our children an opportunity, you know, to learn some of these characteristics through yeah. sports. Uh, mm -hmm. Football field is going to be a, a football field. is going to be three basketball courts and robotics uh, in the mezzanine. is going to be a robotics program there as well. This brand new sports complex is going to bring people from all across the country here to the city of Flint, you know, and give them an op our young people an opportunity to compete again. But you talked about integrity, you know, you, you talked about teamwork, you talked about the development part of how Tony Holiday developed and how Raymond Jones and all of the other coaches around here. Mr. Munderland. Mr. Yeah, Munderland. Yeah. So many, so many just poured into our lives. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about, you know, the, the, the different characteristics that sports brings because at this time we don't have the sports developmental leagues in the city of Flint, you know, through the through the school systems or what what have you. We're bringing it back here at Sylvester Boone Parliament Village. So what are some of those things that you learned through sports, you know, through these mentors? Um, myself personally, you know, coaching like on different levels, you know, all the way from elementary up to collegiate to professional or whatever. Mm -hmm. The one thing I've, I know that I gained from seeing it from a different aspect, not the player's point of view, but mm -hmm. from the coach's point of view, mm -hmm. I always look at the personality I'm saying mm. over the skill, yeah. you know, the person. I look at the yeah. person. You know, yeah. that, that's who I would want to be involved with more of my team. Because the skill, you can teach the skill mm -hmm. any day. But if you have a poor attitude, you know, mm. you come in there egotistical and you, mm. you don't want to listen. I don't yeah. want you to be part of my team yeah. because you're taking away. You're yeah. taking away and you're setting up a bad example. I want someone that carries itself well. You know? Yeah. Um, come to practice consistently. Yeah. Um, like you say, challenging the why in a positive right. direction right. Like, to try to improve our our team, you know, yes. our family. And that not only in sports, but that leads to, like I say, your communication with people when you go out in the workforce as yes. well. So yes. you, know how to, you have to know how to carry yourself with a, in a certain manner. Yes. You know? And there's a lot of things that I wasn't accepting to. I know mm -hmm. when coaches first, mm -hmm. I know, I, but I... Slowly but surely, I'm seeing those walls got knocked down, and mm -hmm. I just had to abide by the code. If not, like you say, if you're not going to be with us, mm -hmm. you're going to have to leave, you know, because right. we can't let you take away from others. You know right. And I'm not going to let you, let you sit here and waste my time personally right. either. So right, right. You want to be with it, mm -hmm. but you have to show that effort. Because yes. no matter how, how much I want it, right. if you don't want it for yourself, Yes. It's not going to work. So right. you right. have to put those responsibilities on yourself and hold yourself accountable as well. So, mm. you know, I. Coach, we can say we're coaches, but right. you have to coach yourself up too. Yes. You know? So yes. we can't put all the pressure on us. And I, I put a lot of responsibilities on my players slash the youth up here. The, yes. Every, um, Sylvester Broom. I, yeah. I, I can't carry it all the way. Right. I'm just to be honest, I can't carry it all the right. way. Right. Right. You no, know, it's only oh so much I can do. But 
once you step in, now you can help others, and then they continue mm. on to help others. Yeah, and you teach them on. how to be leaders. That's and right. You teach them how to control themselves mm. and how to, you know, how to do the right thing. And mm-hmm. and that's, uh, you know, that's I think we were saying it a minute ago. I don't know if, if we got it, but, you know, just coming up here for the first day of camp, mm-hmm. you know, and, and getting here during that end part when they were doing the dismissal, that first day was you know, like I, I'm sure every first day, at least every camp I've been at, mm-hmm. you know, the first day is always a little rambunctious. Mm-hmm. People are all over the place mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, come back a few days later and all the kids are in the chair. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're talking back and forth, but they're, you know, completely under control mm-hmm. and everybody looks like they, mm-hmm. you know, they, like it changed, uh, mm-hmm. you know, over the course of those few days. And that's, I think, what, you know, what uh, Antonio's talking about is just, mm-hmm. Just, um, you know, making sure that you are a good person. I'm not going to always be here to tell you what to do and how to do it. And, mm-hmm. but, and you have to learn how to do that on your own. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you the tips and I'm going to give you some tools to use mm-hmm. to try to push you in the right direction. But at the end of the day, you still have to make that choice. That's right. You know, and you have to make that choice to be the leader that you were, you were put here to be um, every day. And it's an ongoing uh, fight, I think, you know, as, as you become an adult, it doesn't get any easier, probably 10 times harder, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's mm-hmm. where sports, basketball, specifically for me, because I competed um, not even at the highest level, but I, at, you know, in my in in my own right at, mm-hmm. a, at a high level, at the highest level that I could compete mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's what it taught me is that, you know, hard, hard work and just just stick with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and just keep grinding. You know, it might not happen right now. It might not happen tomorrow. But if you keep working at it, you'll get the results. And that's like a law of nature. Put the hard work in and get the results. And yeah, um, that's a powerful statement so. right there. That's a powerful statement. Let's 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 go back to, you know, you saying you put the hard work in, you keep you know repet- repetitive, mm-hmm. you know repetition, repetition. Let's go back to. I know when I was eight years old, you know, I had a dream to play professional basketball. They didn't have a girls sports program, so I played on the boys. First female to play on the boys team in elementary mm-hmm. school. First female to play on the boys team in middle school. You know, and I was bullied. You know, I was heavily right. bullied. You know, they followed me home, wanted to jump on me. You know. But I stuck with my dream. Mm-hmm. I held on to my dream, um, and and it was hard work. It was it was. I mean, I I can yeah. tell you. And there was times you wanted to quit. And there was times you you know like you thought you thought in your mind like, am I doing the right thing or whatever? You just keep going. Mm-hmm. You keep going. You keep and, going. And then you know some of the, some of the problems and and. Uh, you know, things that you went through made you go yeah. even harder. Yeah. They would make you and, work and even harder because you have to you prove yourself, right? That's right. right. made you level up because you that's right. that, wasn't, that didn't break you. you know, you're right. still here, you're still there. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. so, you had that dream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, like, I know you mentioned it quite often mm-hmm. about your dream. Mm-hmm. You know, back, especially to say the age that you were at, mm-hmm. I would say it was a pure thought. You said mm-hmm. that was from God. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. So that's right. it wasn't tainted. You know, that's you right. You know what you wanted. So that's right. you continue to act out on that. That's absolutely so, right. And you pretty much did the impossible. Like that's were, right, it man. It wasn't even a thing, you know, for like girls' sports was a thing, but it wasn't like the norm, you know. It wasn't and the you norm. Were, you were fighting. Absolutely. You were fighting for your rights, literally. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And now, <laughs> it's, now it's become... You know, I think, you know, with with more and more uh, female athletes, you know, you know, doing their thing, um, I feel like it's now it's mainstream, you know, yeah. more and more, right, you know, right, right. like the Deanna Nolans mm-hmm. and, and those mm-hmm. those people, not mm-hmm. just from this area, but mm-hmm. from everywhere that have that have followed in your footsteps yeah, and like absolutely. have and and you mentored a lot of people 
without even knowing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you Absolutely. followed that dream and you didn't quit on it. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And, and now it has even more power. So oh, man. congratulations. You know you know Thank you for that. Yeah. That's why we call this the building of dreams. Yeah. It's because when I came here and met with Miss Mary, who's executive director, I came with her. I didn't ask, ask her for a job. At that time, they didn't have after school programs the way it is now. They didn't have summer camps. You know, the right. way it, they didn't have sports programs. They didn't have all of this, what you see now. Yeah. Uh, and I came to Ms. Mary and I said, hey, I have a dream. I didn't come to her saying, you know, would you, can I help you? do?" I, I specifically said, yeah. I have a dream. Mm -hmm. And then not only, when I said that, I had a big, uh, probably about a, a, a 20 by 30 uh, um, a poster of a facility, a youth mm -hmm. activity center. I told her, I said, mm -hmm. this is my dream. I want to build. That's where I remember I, I met you. Uh, I was out at uh, Hill Road Hoops, mm -hmm. and I was running that facility out there with, with my partner, John. And you came out there with similar, the, the paperwork was similar. You had a dream, and you wanted, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I mean, that, that, you know, like, so that was, and that was like 2009 or 2010 right. or something like that, right. you know, right. and now it's right. become, and that's what I'm saying. You're talking 10, 11 years to right. get it to this point. Right. You know, you're not talking a couple of days and it right. just happened. Right. You know, you right. had to grind through the unknown. Right. Again, you didn't right. know right. what it was going to take to to build it to this point. Uh, and, and now it's it's taken off to now where you're adding new people and getting right. new influences right. in. And, right. you know, like you said, the Gus Macker and bringing these events back to this, yes. to this place where people... Yes. For some reason in the news, it always seems like it's negative. Right, you know, like right. You know, there's right. so many positive things going on right, in this area that are right. not mentioned right. often enough. Right. You know what, man? So talking about the dream, since this is the dream center, this is this is, we call this the building of dream. And I know you guys just didn't at 15, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to play professional basketball, you know, or you became 18, oh, I'm going to go to college, you know. <laughs> I know that there was at one point in time in your life when you when it when it clicked, wow, I see myself three years from now, five years from now, you know, I see myself. I'm imagining myself doing something bigger, something greater than just the average right here. See, that's that's what I had this imagination. I was I could I can envision myself, man, when I was eight years old traveling around the world playing professional basketball. I had never been on a plane. I didn't know nothing about another country. Mm. I didn't even know too much about another state other than Mississippi or Tennessee when we go down there for family reunions, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying I could see myself. You're right. That was a vision that God gave me. Mm -hmm. God gave me this vision. Yeah, no and God gave me the vision to work with young people. I've been working with young people since I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. I started a youth program in middle school. Mm -hmm. I was 12. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, that is a vision from God. And now here we sit. What is it that brings you to this point in life where you know? I know you can think back and say, you know what? I remember this point because we want the young people to see and hear that there is a point in your life where you get it. That aha moment when you say, you know what? I remember when. I remember when, when I made that decision that I want to become this in life, and then I set out, and I set out to accomplish that. Mm. Do you have that moment? Oh, yeah, for sure. For mm -hmm. sure. Um, but my mother kicked us off the house, too. 
Shit, don't put back into y'all find y'all something to do. She was getting tired of us breaking everybody. That was your eye. Uh, <laughs> that, that was your eye. Uh, 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 get out of her way. <laughs> <laughs> No, but all, in um, all honesty, it was really um, my family. You know, it was um, it was four of us and just my mom. You know, so like you said, we came from Mississippi and was yeah. coming back and forth to Michigan until mm-hmm. my, my my mother landed a job in GM. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I actually went, ran across some of her bank statements for her movie wow. and stuff. She started from like four hundred dollars down there. You know, yeah. Sometimes the bank account was zero, but when yeah. she came up here, had a you know a yeah. good good. Um, financial means right, and take right. care of us. So it was right. always been my family's first. Yeah. You know? So when I stepped out there and started playing, mm-hmm. I left, I still to this day, I play with the passion and everything, emotions for my family. You know? yeah. and I play hard for my family because if I'm going to do anything for my family, it's, I'm going 100. Wow. So, yeah, and you played like there. that too. Yes, I mean, sir. you played wow, like that. Wow, so. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's an aha moment, all right. <laughs> that's an aha moment. <laughs> I better go. I don't know if I can top that with <laughs> You got the message real quick. <laughs> what? We can't come home? We don't have to be home when the streetlights come on? What do you mean? <laughs> you better get out of here. something to do. Yeah. I remember being real young wanting to play professionally. I remember seeing you know Glenn Rice and... Jeff Gray and those guys, you know, being being drafted and, and playing. And, and I remember just at a young age being like, yeah, that's what I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. I, and I loved, you know, going down to the parks, you know, like the Ballinger Parks, Longfellow Park, you know, it was right down mm-hmm. the street. You'd always find a game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it didn't matter who was hooping and just, you know, somebody was there. Yeah. And when they when they left there, you know, a few of us would go to the next one, you know, yeah, and that's, and that's right. kind of. You know the way I remember it was just that dream, and I and I as an adult I, I feel like every day I wake up I'm you know living the dream or I'm I'm trying to cultivate more dreams you know because yeah. I don't feel like I've reached it yet mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. aha moment for me is um, you know literally every day I get to do something that I love you know mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that's a, a a blessing for sure because. Mm-hmm. I love to be around the game. I, mm-hmm. I love teaching it. I love. I don't love playing it as much anymore because it hurts. It hurts. But but I do. When I do get out there and I do play, I I find that that youthful exuberance. Mm. You know, like this this uh, Sunday at four. Mm-hmm. We have a 40 and overly game, and I have no reason not to be there. I have no, mm-hmm. no work excuse or anything, mm-hmm. so I pretty much have to be there. Mm-hmm. But I know once I get out there, it'll be like, oh, you know, like like a just like an old uh, lost passion you know yeah, that that yeah. you know even though I can't play it at the same level I used to and mm-hmm. even though it hurts mm-hmm. it's still worth it yeah <laughs> you right, know what I'm right. saying and then that's Absolutely. that's just the love of the game and I and I I truly have a a, a sincere love for I really love sports in general mm-hmm. but I have a love for the game of basketball that mm-hmm. is uh second to none I have know. a question for you Luke just mm-hmm. because I know you've been involved like as far as with the training and you know, with the youth around here. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that, like, down saying anyone or try to down this generation, but have you noticed the competitive nature of athletes today, like, mm-hmm. um, compared to when we were coming up? Because yeah. I had to go up against you in high school. Right. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't fun at all. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it yeah, was, it wasn't fun either <laughs> way. <laughs> either way, those it, battles. Like, it, was, it was great being right. out there, you know what I'm saying, in, in the trenches with it. But, yeah. you know, we, we knew what It was competitive, though, man. Day. It was competitive. Like, every, and every and I still think that people compete. I just think that it's, 
like we were like you said we were almost fighting for our life like we were fighting for our livelihood you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and i just i don't know that they understand what that even means mm-hmm. because the, you know the generation is different maybe but i still think they compete you know mm-hmm. when i watch the nba and i watch you know i feel like that but as a like kids i feel like they need to be and i've made and we were taught by our mentors mm-hmm. you know maybe subconsciously we didn't even realize that we were taught some of those things, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I think that, yeah, I think then that's why these programs are so important because, and that's why sports become so important mm-hmm. because if we, if you don't have sports to compete in, then where do you learn those things? Right. Right. You don't really learn that just on the couch at the house. You know, right. you got to right. be in, you got to be passionate about doing it. Yeah. You got to want, you know, like you got to care whether you win or lose. You got to be putting the work in to get the results Mm -hmm. in order to even be like fired up enough to Mm -hmm. be disappointed when you Mm -hmm. lose, you know? And that's, you know, I think that that's why these, I mean, like my, my daughter, I get her in, you know, I'm getting her, you know, in baseball and bowling and Mm -hmm. roller skate, anything I can get her into to Mm -hmm. see what she likes. And then once she finds that, you know, it could be music, it could be anything, you know, I think you can compete in, in music and and art and all that stuff, but finding something that you're passionate about Mm -hmm. is, Probably the most important thing mm-hmm. to being, you know, su- successful. Mm-hmm. I think in in life. I mean, if you're not doing something you're passionate about, then you're gonna get lost. And if you get lost, then it's it's hard to get. You know, it's hard to find your way. You know, at that point. And and I've, you know, maybe tried to step back from the game at certain points in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when I retired, it was like, ah, I need a break. I've been practicing every day, mm-hmm. and then. I start doing other things and I realize, man, I don't want to be, <laughs> you know, in this factory, you know, right, it, right, I mean, right, not that that's right, a bad right. thing, but that's for me, right, I right. can feel my, my, like the dream, I reached it. Yeah. And now I've got to this point where if I don't find a new dream right, or something right, else to right. get passionate about, mm-hmm. I'm going to be lost and just like, oh, I'm, you know, that was behind me mm-hmm. and it was a great career. And now I'm just, you know, not, ha- you know, not, not passionate about. It. So that's wow. why, I, so that's why I started training and now mm-hmm. I have the dribble stick and mm-hmm. now like I said, now, you know, nobody, you know, people don't even know what it's like to, you know, invent a product yeah, 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 from, yeah. from your mind and go to Home right. Depot and then, you know, put it out there in front of people, right, in front right. of your, in front of your friends and, yeah. you know, and, and start to sell it, you know, like, and, and, and it's been, you know, it's a 10 year grind mm-hmm. and yeah. every, and all of the things that I learned from sports mm-hmm. are the reason that I, you know, continue to, yeah. to grind yeah. on it. But yeah, I mean, the, that's uh the competitive spirit comes, I, I think, from, and I think that's the biggest thing that we end up mm-hmm. teaching nowadays is mm-hmm. how to compete, you know, mm-hmm. how to, you know, how to how to play hard. You want to play hard enough to win. Mm-hmm. You want to compete. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just let them push you over. Mm-hmm. Fight for it, you know. Man, that's a good point there that you when you, when you talk about the dream and you talk about uh, you get to a certain level, you've reached, you, you've accomplished. You yeah, know, you've accomplished it. You've made it. You've mm-hmm. made it. But then, next thing you know, you like you said, you know, some people go to the shop that might be what they want. Yeah, to do. it may be, and that's that's awesome, and they're they're hardworking, and that's and it's great. It's it just it for me. I just felt for me it wasn't it wasn't my it wasn't what God had put in my heart. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? And, like, you know, and, that's, and it's and I and I you know um, you know I I think that you know whatever it is it could be you know teaching it could be whatever right, it is just right. be passionate passion. about it you man know? you said you said it right there man right. i mean because i was i say this i say this and i always say this 
if everybody could live out their dream, had an opportunity to live out their dream, what a wonderful world this place would be. Mm-hmm. Because see, that's you. Everybody has the opportunity. Because now I think everybody has the see, opportunity. Yes. If the, if if, yeah. if God puts the dream in your heart, you have the opportunity to make yes. it happen. Yes. It's just a matter of are you willing to do what it might take. What it takes to get there. There right. you go. Right. Are you willing to put twelve years in mm-hmm. and not not be as far as you thought you'd be? That's right. But be be happy and, and proud of yourself for where you've made it to mm-hmm. and be still looking forward at what God still yeah, has for you. you. And that and yeah. a lot of times it gets too tough. Yeah. And I don't want to do that right. to have right. that dream. So I'll yeah. I'll yeah, switch right. to another dream. Switch and that's that's okay too. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you get into it and realize that's not really what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's okay. Hey, mm-hmm. but as long as you switch your attention to something else and focus and, and you have focus passion. on getting there. Yes. You know. You gotta have passion about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you believe that that's something you want, you see yourself doing five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And that's where we've lost it. Right. You know, we've lost that passion of something that you want to arrive at or accomplish mm-hmm. 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now. What are they going to be saying about you because of the life that you lived on this earth? Mm-hmm. And when you live out the dream, when you live out the gifts and the talents that comes to you, so that you can help make this world a better place. Mm-hmm. And that's what the passion is about. It's about the dream and the gift and the talents that you have mm-hmm. and you develop them and you're passionate about them. But mm-hmm. not only is it benefiting you, it's benefiting all those that's around you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think because of our children don't have the opportunity to be exposed that's why we bring professional athletes and former professional athletes and educators and musicians and artists and, you know, tap dance and, you know, performing arts, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We say, come here and give our children an opportunity to dream. You had that dream. You accomplished something. Now, come on back to the building of dreams and impart that information, that expertise, and you mm-hmm. mastered it. Now, teach our kids how to master so they can dream. But when you don't have a dream, if you don't have nothing that you're passionate about, that you don't have anything that you can see yourself 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now doing it, you know, with your whole heart, then that's when you become in disempowered. And, you, and, and now you're disempowered because you don't have anything to live for. And if you don't have anything to live for, that's why a lot of people can go out here and, and, and shoot and kill and drugs and, you know, all of that kind of stuff because they don't have anything that they're passionate about that they can see themselves doing mm-hmm. 20, 30 years from now, right. leaving a less. Right. It's funny, Coach, um, because I know you always mention about how you walked around with your diagrams and everything. I had the same vision as well. Yes. You know, but... Um, just continually compressing, repressing, and saying some things, and saying fell through the cracks. I, but now in 2021, I'm saying I had an opportunity to come. Yeah, so yes. your, your dreams kind of yes. like aligned, a line. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, right. and, and yes. every yeah. morning when I get in, I, I thank God when I touch this building. You know, Praise and I God. see I haven't, mm-hmm. my smile haven't left my face. Right, my right, right, right. right. You're doing every time I come here, you're doing everything. I'm like, man, <laughs> this guy, he's never in his office. He's always, but he's always well, here and he's doing something. Like the last he three might, weeks, I don't think I he might be sweeping. He making sure, man. He's got you know kids that doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. You can tell he just he just loves being here. Yeah, that's putting that dream to work, you know, because mm-hmm. it's great to have that dream, but you have to also, like I say, have that faith to step out yes. and take that yes. chance and, and work for it. Like I yes. said, 
And yes. no matter what comes with it, you know, yes. there's going to be a lot of things like it's not going to go your way, like yeah. you said and touched earlier. But yeah. you have to figure out, look at the positive and, yes. and stay focused on it. I say being goal oriented. That's yes. another thing you say because yes. now you have a vision there and saying it'll keep you um, responsible and in check of what you're doing yes. as well. You know, get to writing those goals back down. Yes. Saying, Once yeah. you accomplish those, check those five or write yeah. five more. Yeah. Keep challenging yourself. Like challenge that why. Right. Challenge yeah. yourself. And it could be something yeah. small like mm-hmm. getting up and doing 10 push-ups when you mm-hmm. get, you know, like it, could, it doesn't have to be some immaculate plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Little things, little mm-hmm. victories. Right. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. We have been listening to some of the greatest athletes and mentors and gentlemen that have come out of the city of Flint and we're here at the Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village, the building of dreams that we talked about earlier. And we're talking about mentoring. We're talking about, you know, the dream. We're talking about the vision. We're talking about leaving a legacy. But we're also talking about passion. Whatever you do in life, do it with passion. Mm-hmm. Developing your gifts, de- developing your talents. Do it for the next generation. And here we are, Linnell Jones McKinney, Program Director of Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village, Marion Razul, Executive Director of Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village, SBEV, The Building of Dreams. I like to say this. If everybody had an opportunity to live out their dream, what a wonderful world this place would be. Thank you for listening. Hope to, hope to see you real soon getting ready to get fit right there at the Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village with all of our programs going on. Getting ready for that Gus Mackers, September the 18th and 19th. Go to www.sbev.org, sign your children up or sign your team up from five years old all the way up to 70 and 70 and up right here in Flint, Michigan at the Flat Lot. And again, dream big with SBEV, Sylvester Broom and Palmer Village, the building of dreams. God bless you.